Hello moms, this is Holly McLean, the Mommy Answer Lady. Do you feel your child has a never-ending store of energy that you must contain by finding distractions and entertainment to keep them occupied? You don't need to struggle with this. We will talk about how to create calm in your child right now. Well, moms, a child who has a lot of energy and expects your attention constantly can be taxing on anyone, especially a mom who knows this is just one 24-hour period and there are endless ones ahead. One of the main questions I get is, how can I teach my children to occupy their own time? This time we're going to talk about how to teach your children to entertain themselves and to be content, calm, and happy. No more need to feel like you have to constantly keep them occupied. You will have time to get your work done around the home and have fun with your children without feeling completely drained. One of the important aspects of not feeling completely drained is to know you're going to have time to go to bed and your children are going to go to bed and they're going to stay in bed. So don't worry, at the end of this podcast, we're not going to be talking about how to keep your children in bed this time, but we will next time. So that bedtime part is important too. But this time we're going to talk about how to create calm in your child so that they are able to occupy their own time. In one of the basics uh, podcasts, we talked about being the mom, taking charge. It's really important that your children have the understanding of those three main points that every child should know. Remember those. They need to know they are loved. They need to know you know what's best for them. And they need to know you will assert your authority to make sure what is best for them is done. Now, one of the other questions that I get is, how do they know you love them? So we're going to talk about that for a minute because that's important when you're talking about having your child create their own entertainment because it it might seem like, oh, I'm neglecting them. I'm not paying attention to them. How are they going to know I love them if I'm not paying attention to them? Well, since we didn't cover the loving part last time, I want to talk about that. Of course, you need to tell them that you love them often. That's important. But just telling them and saying I love you here and there is not really going to let them know it. It's important though, but it doesn't make them know it. The way that they know it is by your calm, patient attitude and your interest when they come to tell you something. There are things that you do every day that show your child you love them. For instance, your child needs something for school. You get it for them. Your child needs something to eat. You prepare it for them. Your child needs clothing. You supply it to them. And you do all this with a happy spirit, not complaining, not upset that it's taking up your time, energy, or money, but that you're doing it because you love them and they see that constantly. So if you are listening to this podcast or any other podcast about being a good parent, you are probably already doing those kinds of things that show that you love them. The other part of it is keeping a personal relationship going with them. So that would be a couple of things I want to say. One is you never, ever let them have any indication that you wish you weren't a mom or their mom. Now, I know there's some funny little memes on Facebook and on social media about how moms wish they could just sit on the couch and eat chocolates and not bother with those children and all kinds of funny little things. They really aren't funny. 
I know they kind of seem like you chuckle inside because yes, it is nice to sit down with some chocolates and relax. But if your child sees that, they're going to feel like they're a bother to you. If they hear you say something like, I can't wait till these children go to school. I'm so tired of having them around. I can't wait till the summer's over. When you say those kinds of things, I know that you think it's kind of funny and you don't mean it in a mean way or anything. You really don't. I know that. But the children don't really know that. Inside, in their heart, and in their mind, when they hear you say that or hear another mom say that, that makes them feel like they are a bother, that they are not wanted, that you wish they weren't around. That is not the kind of thing that endears them to you. It isn't the kind of thing that makes them feel loved and cherished. So it's really important that if you've said those kinds of things, I know you didn't mean it, but you need to go back to your children and you need to say, hey, I love you. I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm your mom. Let them know that. Let them have that deep within their heart. Believe me, when they know they are loved, your whole job as a mom becomes so much easier. And you know what? It also begins the process of creating calm in your child. Because your child is not going to need attention to constantly feel like they're loved. They already know it. So getting your attention isn't going to make them feel more loved because they already know it deep in their heart. So this is one of the first things that is important in creating calm in your child. Secondly, be sure that you compliment them a lot, only on things that are true. So when you see something they've done, compliment them on it. Give them encouragement. Also have confidence in yourself as a mother. You were given these children by God. He planned for them to be in your care, and you have the skills and the ability to raise them. You can do it. And also remember, as we've talked about before, that no matter what, every action you take with your children should be in their best interest. You need to be willing to go through the tough times to get to the best for them. That means doing what is best regardless of the momentary circumstances. This is another part of something that they know. If they know this is true, it calms them down. It creates calm. But we are going to get into some more practical things about creating calm. Uh, In order to train your children to occupy their own time, they need to have a routine or a schedule. This can begin when they are just infants. Suffice to say, having a routine is very important in your child's feeling of security and order in their lives. And a schedule is important in yours. Now, I'm not saying, I know that there's a big thing about breastfeeding and making sure your child is fed on demand and that kind of thing. I am not going to disparage that or anything like that. A routine may be different than a schedule with a very small infant. A routine means this is now, and then the next thing is this, and the next thing is this, and the next thing is this. It isn't 2 o'clock and 2.30 and 3 o'clock and 3.30 and so on. It's just as the time goes by, you have a routine. The routine is the thing that helps an infant feel calmer. They have no control. You realize they, they in their mind, in their heart, in their being, they realize they have no control. So if they know there's a routine, they begin to feel a little bit more empowered and confident in themselves, and they are happy to go along with the program because they are part of the program. They're ready for the next stage of the day. 
They also recognize that there will be time to play, time to eat, sleep, wash, be with mommy, etc. This knowledge helps them become more patient and less anxious and less demanding. So, and I'm talking about infants all the way through toddlership, all the way through young child, all of that, all of that time, if they know there's a routine and they know there's, and when they're older, even a schedule, that helps them to feel confident and it calms them down. Okay. A child who doesn't know what's coming next is anxious. And what you want for them to feel instead is calm. Okay. So think about the mind of a child. They actually have no power at all to meet their own needs, right? They are at your mercy for everything. If they're unable to communicate their needs and they do not know when they will be taken care of, they will be more fussy and more easily agitated. Yet if they are aware that playtime is coming, food is coming, change diaper time is coming, sleep is coming, they are not worried or anxious and therefore they will feel secure. Security produces a calmer and more easily compliant child. Now I've just explained why a routine is important for your child, but a schedule is important for you as long as you can be a little flexible. Clearly we live in a world that depends upon time. We may need to be at a doctor appointment or get to church, a date with our husband or a class for moms, for instance. (laughs) A schedule helps us get everything done we need to do. It makes us feel more confident that we have taken care of all the needs of our child and it gets us there on time or at least close to on time. So now we're going to get down to the idea that um, how does your child learn to entertain themselves, right? That's important. So we talked about how they need to know they're loved first. That calms them down. They need to have a routine. That calms them down. The other thing is they need to learn to entertain themselves. So part of the routine of the day or the schedule in your day should be that they have a normal part of the day where they are by themselves entertaining themselves, even if they have siblings. They should have alone time to learn to entertain themselves. Now this is good training and it helps them understand that they do not need to be dependent on others for their happiness. They know when it is coming, this time that we're talking about, and they expect not to bother you during that time. This is something you teach them, okay? So it's a good idea to have a special blanket they sit on with toys just for this occasion. So you have a special blanket and a place they go every day. And you set a timer and you tell them when the timer goes off, if they have stayed on the blanket and played nicely by themselves, they will get a special treat. You can have a graham cracker or fruit they especially like or a cookie or whatever when the timer goes off. This is something that happens daily and they will understand and expect to do it after it becomes routine. Start off with a five minute timer and increase it each day by just a little. Work up to a 30 minute time on the blanket. Now there's several things this does. I just read an article recently that said it isn't bad for a child to be bored. Oh my goodness, isn't that true? Such a good thing for children to have some time of boredom. Very important. It creates their own entertainment in their mind. They start to imagine. They start to create. And it's important that they have time to do that, that their time is not always occupied by things going into their mind from outside sources. 
Okay, they need that time. And this blanket time can be part of that, although you do want to give them a couple of things on the blanket to play with. It's a good idea that these toys or books or whatever it is you decide to put on the blanket with them are only for blanket time. Okay, these toys or these uh, books, or it may be art, maybe it's just a crayon and a piece of paper or something, is only for when they are on the blanket and they know that that's what it's for. It teaches them also self-control, which is an extremely important thing for them to learn. So when they have been on the blanket, they have stayed on the blanket, and they have been quiet and played by themselves for the amount of time until the timer goes off, you want to give them a lot of praise. You want to tell them how great it is that they controlled themselves, they took care of themselves for that amount of time. Good for them. Give them a lot of praise for that. Now, some of the other things that help create calm in your child is it goes along with the getting the relationship going with your child. So your child feels that love that we have been talking about. Um, Having eye to eye contact every day is really important. And it's, it's so funny because we really do care so much about our children and we want to be a part of their life and their heart and everything as they grow. But sometimes we forget to look them in the eye and talk to them eye to eye, not just when they're in trouble, okay? (laughs) Because I know sometimes you'll get down right on their level and look them in the eye to tell them something you want them to know because they're doing something wrong or whatever. You don't want every single time you have eye to eye contact with your child to be a negative situation, okay? So in addition to the idea that they have this blanket time, And if they're older, they don't need a blanket. They can go sit on their bed for a while. Not that they're in trouble. Just they're going to go be in their room for a little while, maybe a half hour, 40 minutes or something. And this is the time that you have to get some of the things done you need to do without interruption, which believe me, I know all of you agree, you need that time during the day, right? (laughs) But one of the things that creates that calm spirit in your child so they can go do that without being crazy or wild is that they have that eye-to-eye contact with you at another time of the day. So part of the routine that you want to have during your day is you have time when you're sitting with your child, and we're talking five to ten minutes. We're not talking that you have to spend an hour or two sitting there talking to your child, although that would be awesome that you, if you want to do that. That's awesome. If you have time to do that, great. But you make sure you have at least five to ten minutes a day where you're sitting and talking to them eye-to-eye. Now you can uh, kill two birds with one stone and be sure and sit down with them at a meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and have that eye-to-eye contact then. But sometimes that doesn't work out. I realize that. Uh, So sometimes it has to be at another time of day. Sometimes you can just call them into your room and, and have them sit on the bed with you and just say, hey, what's going on? What's your best part of the day today? What was your best part of the day yesterday? What is it that you're looking forward to in your life? And just give them a minute or two to talk to you about whatever that might be. This creates calm in your child, believe it or not. This relationship that you have with them can create calm in your child. Now be sure that when you're sitting there with them, this is a time of conversation, okay? You want to have fun time. You want to giggle and tickle and, you know, roll around, do all those fun play things and whatever. That's true. You want to do that at other times. But this time I'm talking about that you're just sitting there calmly looking them in the eye and talking to them and them looking back at you in the eye. This creates that connection. 
And by having that connection, they calm down. Believe it or not, they do. So, so far we've talked about that things that create calm are that they know they're loved, that there's a routine, that they have alone time to learn about self-control and entertaining themselves, that you get eye-to-eye contact with them each day. And then there's one other thing, and that is the discipline area. We've talked about how you're in charge. Don't allow them to get out of control with their own behavior. Now, sometimes people talk about everybody has emotions and we are, we're going to have a a podcast about emotions and how your children need to learn to control their emotions and how you can help them do that. So that's going to be in a future podcast as well. But part of the discipline is them learning to control themselves. Even if they feel like jumping around and being crazy, sometimes it's not the time and they need to learn how to control themselves. And so you need to learn how to teach them that. And we will talk about that in a future podcast. But those are the things that teach them to be calm and gives them a heart to be calm. Now, like I said, we are going to talk about how to keep your child in bed. A very common question. How do I keep my child in bed? That question is uh, given all the time. And so we're going to talk about that next time. You don't need to struggle. Bedtime can be a calm and easy thing to do every day. Uh, once you learn how. And so I'm going to teach you how in the next podcast. So I want to thank you for listening. And I hope these podcasts are helpful to you. If they are, please share them with others. We will talk to you next time. For now, remember moms, you can do this.